0: Hey, everybody, welcome in to the Letterman Lounge. We are at Roosters on Tangy River Road, the greatest place in the world, Columbus, Ohio, home of the undefeated Ohio State Buckeyes. Just oh no. beat a top ten opponent, undefeated Indiana, 42-35. What more needs to be said? Exactly. Oh, probably a lot more because this is Letterman Live. Uh, trying to get used to this new set now that Schlegs is over here. <laughs> it's staring me down while eating the Italian sub. He's got the mac and cheese bites. Tuesdays, this is Schlage Day.
1: Mm. It's $2
0: appetizer day. It's mac and cheese bites. So he's going to be here from 11 a.m. until 10 p.m. tomorrow night until they can no longer make mac
1: and cheese bites. There you go.
2: I want him to run out of stock. (laughs) But that won't ever happen. (laughs) Uh,
3: You guys, that did happen one time. It was terrible. We called it the short, like, it was (laughs) the We made We made shirts. The housing crisis of 2008. It was insane. It was insane. And there was a little girl on the, it was around Christmas time. There was a little girl on the radio, too. Yes, because they were asking kids what they wanted for Christmas. And a little girl goes, all I want are my mac and cheese bites. Seriously. So it happened, like, a couple of years ago. This time of year, too. It's real (laughs) real talk.
0: Uh What's really nice is that Nicole Cox removed changed that story because that was actually <laughs> <laughs> just a, I,
2: want, it I want my a mac lot, and cheese but it sounds a little better when
0: you think of a 5 year old girl sure
2: please. <laughs> as opposed to a 39 year old man <laughs> what exactly. do you want for Christmas? I just want my mac and cheese <laughs>
0: Um alright yeah so that's Nicole Cox with a great story to kick yeah. us off Doug Worthington, no. Justin Zwick, Michael Bennett, these guys back in the house are great. thanks uh, for having me no other way to start it, We Buckeye leaves mmm it's these games have been weird, okay? I'll finally admit it after 3 in a row of them with the first half being dominant and the second half getting mm-hmm. a little strange. We have a lot of time to talk about that, but we have to, every week Nicole gets us rolling with the Buckeye Leaves. We'll all take our turn after that, Nicole. Who who caught your eye on Saturday for the Buckeyes who earned their helmet sticker for you?
3: Yes, yeah, so it was a different game in the sense that the Indiana uh, defense definitely gave our offense a challenge, yeah, without a doubt. and wrong. so sure. which also is such a compliment to Coach Day and Justin Fields of being able to change up the play so quickly and recognize what they're doing, and realize like, okay, we've just got to get it through the seam right. so um that was a great time for master teague to shine i thought i was very very impressed with him this week and my son was <clears> actually watching the game with nice, us and nice. he's got his little set of show, notes show that, that i brought yeah, today we mm. they awesome. were the most okay. precious little notes yeah. cool. um and he he had great little terms to there go with are. everything but um but master teague had the most rushing yards of his career yeah. this season career so 169 yards, and um, yeah, so I'm. That's where my buckeye. And what goes. he wrote
0: and you showed me, we went th- we went through your son's notes beforehand. He he was. Highlighting those broken tackles, breaks two tackles, mm-hmm. big <laughs>
3: rush. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's a 10-yard
4: scamper, 10-yard carry with good. two good.
3: broken tackles. So yeah. Bronson, thank you for that.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> that's that's great job. We got to bring him up here. He's coming for my job now. <laughs> <laughs> Get city yeah. Cup, like, man. Get those a... those are more notes than I take in a game. There you go, I, I think he wound up. I, I can't remember the exact number, but I think Master Teague had like 157 yards after contact on Saturday. Yeah, he did. I mean,
4: are you
5: ready? That's what you want.
0: Are you ready to say you were wrong? I yeah, absolutely. I mean.
4: I feel like we've been fighting this whole thing you with you have, all, all season get long. Him and get him, Jay-Z. Get him, Jay-Z. There's no
0: question. Like, he played. He played I, he, remember how I told you? Apologize. I, I, had, I have done that to Master Teague last year. <laughs> after, it was actually after the Indiana game there on the road where I was like, hey, I just thought you were a short-yardage guy, and he had that huge mm. game and ran mm-hmm. away from people, and he did that again on Saturday. So for the second year in a row, I guess I didn't learn my lesson. I am sorry, Jay Z and Mike. You guys were obviously absolutely right. Um, <sighs> I accept the apology. Yeah. And there you Nicole go. gives him the Buckeye leaf. It was well earned. The guy, well-earned. look,
3: it was a great game for him. Trace
0: Sermon well-earned. also ran the ball well. It did look good, yep. but there was a reason that Master Teague was getting twenty-five mm-hmm. carries in that game. He earned it. He was clearly getting into a rhythm. He was dominating. I, it's so weird with Schleggs over here on my side. Did you want mm. the next Buckeye leaf, or do you? Oh want my! It? Son. Let should go like that. All right, to, can water. take Doug can take it. Huh,
1: you know, okay. It was uh, first and foremost. Um, it was a game we got to watch. All the way through, right? We didn't get bored. We got excited. Maybe we was actually drinking a little bit more than we should have, just with the, the aspect of what it was going on. Um, I, I'm, I'm going go to go away from my defense. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Mm. I mean, you can, you can talk about um, Dontre Wilson, what he did, the two touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson my bad, my bad. Um, Garrett Wilson with the two, two touchdowns. But Olave was always where he needed to be. He was one of those safe havens for fields, and he really needed them. On some yeah. big plays when it came down to third and six and, and a third and four, like they gave that, that, that little hitch on the outside. He got like 41 yards. One of the biggest plays of the game came up excited and was giving the team juice. It was flat in there, right? We got to always remember that. Mm-hmm. They didn't play last week. It's flat. So my guy getting, I think, eight receptions for 102 yards – For those receptions being first downs, I think it's not going to be, like, as highlighted as my guy number five. Somebody should definitely take him. But I like what Alave did, even blocking down the field. He He was doing, like, that trestle ball with energy, um everybody look at him like, man, is he is he big enough for the league? Like he was a great he was taking shots and he was getting up and, and putting the first down out. So I was I was excited for him.
0: Nicole actually was talking about Garrett Wilson because she has I think every single week and predicted I know when she sent me in the text last week it's gonna be a big game for Garrett Wilson. So it was. she just decided that she was gonna retire Garrett Wilson for well,
3: a while. Well, I, I get excited because you know, he's he probably might not even be focusing on this goal that he could reach, but he one you know week. one more week of over a hundred receiving yards, and he well so this was his so fourth, he is his fifth, so then he'll break it at he'll the tie, sixth. He'll
0: tie the record this mm-hmm. week, most likely. The game has to be played. And then Michigan State the next week, that'd be you know, six straight 100-yard games. Which is exciting for him. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a
3: big goal to reach and accomplish <clears throat> and break through. And so I just get excited for things like that.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's good.
1: Yeah, no doubt about the it. The game has to be Jay. played. That's a scary, yeah. s- a scary to set up.
4: Jay-Z. Am I up next? <clears throat> uh, my leaf, and this goes to uh, a guy who really didn't do much else, I don't feel like, but Julian Fleming. Uh, uh-huh. I, think, I think that was a huge play, uh, him chasing down <laughs> – chasing down that interception in the the third quarter when, you know, that could have been something that really changed uh, how that second half went. And uh, for him, a young guy, I mean, I don't know, when he saw that ball going there, he probably thought, what in the hell, (laughs) what's he doing? Yeah, You know, but then he didn't give up. And he chases him down, boom, they're punching that ball out. And that's become huge this year, I feel like, just people taking swings at the football, uh, which is cool. And you're seeing a lot of fumbles because of it. But, you know, I think that was a huge play. So right then – my little group text, you know, the guys are like, you got to give it to Fleming on that play right there alone. I yeah. said, you know what, I, I do agree with that because we give them more opportunities in that second half, and we might be talking about a different game right now. Right. So I think that was a huge play on a third and nine, you know, early in, or in the middle of the third quarter, and it could have been momentum. Yeah, that momentum so was there you swinging go, yeah. for sure.
5: yeah, yeah. Swinging. Um, Swaying. So I really like Nicole's pick because I've I've been waiting for Teague to do what he did. <laughs> so that was I mean, and then he just looks over here real casually. I mean, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, just for the sake of pick, giving out Buckeye leaves, I'm going to uh, break the rules and I'm going to pick the whole front seven on the defense <clears throat> because that was another one. You know, we had Teague. We were waiting for him to show up. We've been waiting for this front seven to really. Um, establish themselves and do what they did. They held Indiana's offense to minus one rushing yard for the whole game. I get that, you know, they torched us when it came to passing. Dude, it's a top ten team. To make them one-dimensional from the jump and never let that slide, mm-hmm. Indiana kept trying to go back to that. Mm-hmm. They kept trying to run the ball, and it just wasn't happening throughout the whole game. I think they, they got good pressure pressure on Penix, too. They just, he was getting the ball out quick. Those receivers were high-pointing the ball. Wasn't much you could do about it from the front seven perspective. But you saw the the linebackers were covering <laughs> receivers, covering tight ends. Mm-hmm. They were filling gaps. The D-line was getting pressure. The I mean, I saw Togiai pushing people back into the quarterback Togi, space. Togi. I saw DB or the d getting great rushes. Mm-hmm. I thought they played a complete <clears> game. It's a shame that the score didn't reflect it as much. Um, and, you know, you can always say, well, if they put up – 500 yards passing then get there faster as a defensive end or whatever but I mean I thought they were active I thought they were hustling so I, I think everybody in that front 7 deserves a bucket I think idea. they
4: did everything they could without getting any like I mean, a lot yeah. a ton of sacks right I mean they even when he sacks. held even uh, when yeah. even when he held on to the ball a lot uh-huh. you know it wasn't quick quick release like they were getting pressure he yes. he was feeling that defensive line and you know those blitzes and things like that but he was just doing a better job of getting rid of the ball and putting on the money so I mean even you know two sacks you know they they created pressure. It was a, it was a good day for them, yeah. I, I think. And you
5: know the five hundred yards is what it is. I think it's that goes more on the back end of things. It's frustrating, yeah. but I mean they did their their job.
0: I think we'll come back to that. I'd, I'd Be curious to get that's, more yeah, thoughts tough. on the rushman from tough. you two. We'll come back to yeah, that one tough. later I'm on <laughs> in the show, show one. because we got to get Schleggs in for his Buckeye. So like, he's, he's, he's pounding <clears> the table <clears> over here. Well, I, think I a was going to say Julian
2: Fleming. I was going to say Master T because really that was the the deal for me. I wanted to desperately. Say the linebackers because tough Borland I thought mm. played well. He only had three tackles. Hey, be more original, um, you know, because you just said seven people, front seven, took all of them. Boy, I wonder and, where he learned that yeah. trick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like to do that too. Just cover my bases with everybody. Yeah. Uh, but you know what you saw from Baron Browning, and I, and the thing is, you really can't. I'll give it to Baron, and yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Th- I, I'll say it for this reason. I think that. When they scored with, I believe it was Ellis, he was man-to-man coverage. He's on the outside. He got caught up in the wash. But that's because you have him playing man-to-man on a running back that's, for, that's the widest guy. Huh. So you also are supposed to have a safety help. I think that hooker bit down on the one coming from his mm. right should have been there on the outside. That's one. Then they had the long pass. But, again, I don't know if that was a coverage. I don't know whose mistake that was. But I thought, like, Barron and Pete and Tuff, the hits – and, again, early in the game, t- refereeing was terrible mm-hmm. Very much of, so. of this game. I mean, they had pedics where the ball was definitely moving in his hand that they called an incomplete pass. The runner was definitely not down on the first hit by Baron Browning. Those are two turnovers in, like, inside their 25-yard line. For our offense to go score in a and short field.
0: probably like 20 illegal picks. On- well, 100% all
2: the time. So, you take that all in consideration. I'm still, I liked all that. I'm not going to give him a Buckeye leave. Mm. Um. So, nobody's what, what, getting what you your black eye leaf now? What an I did not get, see that yeah, ending yeah. coming, no yeah, doubt about so it. Like, so like, I thought somewhere was was in the middle, like, he, he, he said
5: that D-line,
4: line, you can take it off. He just flipped the script on us right there. Yeah, just flipped script, go with Master Teague. Wow. Okay.
2: He deserves them. He deserves it. And here's why. Here's the thing. The reason that he deserves it, not the 169 yards, not the one of 150-something yards after contact, on the play that he scored, the big-time run. I think Bill tweeted out, but there was a six-yard run that he had early in that drive before he hit the 42-yarder where he was dead in the backfield and Mm -hmm. still got six. Mm -hmm. Like, he always was able to fall forward and get a couple extra yards, and that really sustained the drive to allow him to hit the big one. Mm -hmm. So that's why his effort running the football Mm – I think is why he should get the Buckeye Leaf this week.
0: Nicole, are you going to let that stand? He's mm. trying to – I, I copied it. Somebody piggyback <laughs> That's no, the biggest I'm, flattery. He
3: was, was, he was, was, a, was a perfect. Pick. And, you know, and I think we're all kind of sharing ideas. I feel like it was the first time we could see it, the offense in general just – all the players kind of working together as opposed yeah. to just Garrett Wilson and mm-hmm. Chris Olave and Justin Fields. It, you saw more of everyone, I felt, which was nice, which was exciting for the game. It made it different than the past couple games we've been watching.
5: To that point, I think this is – I mean, like you said, everybody was working together. If anything, the person who had a game that, you know, wasn't to their standards Here we go. is our main man, Justin Fields. Ah, I mean, you one. had the whole offense that was picking up the slack of the guy who has been touted as infallible, and that's, yeah. you know –
2: that's just infallible. what that's what
5: we saw. I he just he had a bad game. People have yeah. bad games. He's not
3: they do. He's, he's not human.
5: perfect. He's human. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happens. And we saw the running game pick up. We saw the O line pick up. Receivers were consistent. Tight ends were consistent. And then the defense shut down the run. So you know, we can talk about the D B some other time, but we, <laughs> we will, I promise. My, my,
1: agent number one. Um he, he didn't have the, the the effect and the allure that he normally is used to. Um, just looking at the press conference, you had some great questions for him. Like, he was really, really, like, emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was kind of a little bit distraught. He was a little bit teary-eyed, it seemed like. Um, He was really impacted, and I feel like almost his ego got hit. So, like, Ryan Day is going to have, like, a great job to really – don't, don't don't drop the don't drop the bike. Yeah, don't fumble it. Um, but he's going to have a great job just cultivating like this this guy's presence and character in the in in the wave because he he took some big shots. He did some things that is we're not used to. But at the end of the day, he still had a a, a great game and he's still a great player. But he now he's going to grow in like different other ways.
0: I'm glad you said that, Doug, because I was going to give Fields my Buckeye Leaf this week anyway. Because just try and think of some other quarterback that you've ever seen that could have. He was obviously struggling, Jay Z, with the mm-hmm. pressure and feeling it. He threw; he had two bad decisions. <coughs> I think the other one, he admitted that he misread the safety. Mm-hmm. That ball still could have been completed, maybe if it was dry. Yep. But if you have those mistakes, and people were, oh, it's three, three turnovers. Like you can't let that happen. Good, great quarterbacks don't. Well, <coughs> the reason that you normally would bench a quarterback who threw three interceptions is because he can't still throw for three hundred yards mm-hmm. or run for eighty yards right. and account for three touchdowns yeah. and lead in. He doesn't have the mental, you know. <coughs> Uh, fortitude, to, you know, intestinal yeah. fortitude, to come back from that. And he did. And, he, and, Doug, you said it. After the game, he owned up. Yeah. Maybe this is the uh, an opportunity where Justin Fields like gets knocked down a little bit and has a, a chance to take a learning <laughs> lesson because the only other interception in the regular season last year was on a trick play. You wrote it off. Mm-hmm. He was injured against Clemson. He still did enough for them to win that game. The mistake on the throw to Olave was not his. He doesn't have to bear <clears throat> the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. This is the That's first deep. time that he comes out of a game and is like, I'm not the number one pick right, right now. That does hurt my Heisman Trophy chances. I don't, right. don't think that's the way that's in, in his mind, but it's a character. Building, he's yeah. hard yeah. Didn't play up. a perfect game, and he came back, and they still won against a top ten opponent. You know, I I, I I learned a lot more about Fields going through that because I don't expect it'll ever happen again.
4: Well, okay, I mean, you Jay. didn't expect it to happen against Indiana either, right? right? I mean, it's a team that. Yeah, they. I mean, granted, you got give defeated, the thing so about Indiana is team. we look at them. Because we are Ohio State guys, and we We look at them as the Indiana of what they are, or what they have been. Who? This is a defense that came in. They had 12 turnovers, I believe, you know, in four games. So they're a defense that was creating turnovers. They may not have been playing teams that are as good as they usually are. No. But they were able to do – so I think what we just – what it comes down to is they were better than we we think they were. They were better than what Vegas thought they were. Yep. You know, because they were a 21 point dog, and Vegas usually isn't really that far off on on games like that. Uh, I think they're just a better program. They're they're further along on the defensive side of things than than we thought. They, gosh, they it looked like they were just got them confused. I don't I don't know. I don't even know if confused is the right word. I think that first one caught him off guard. Right. Weird. I think that was right away. I thought, all right, mmih. He made He made his mind up in the huddle. Yep. He was trying to hit that same play again. Maybe a little bad uh, ball. Safety uh, was there. You know. All right. But then it's just. The defense kept after him, and then he's just, like, throwing balls, shot-putting balls, and it's just like, what? That looked like some of my practice film back in the day, not Justin Fields. Like, what are you doing here, guy? But uh, I think we just have to give Indiana more credit than, than we did going into that game. I think they were a good football team, and I think they're going to win, probably win out, you know, at, at the end of the year if they stay healthy.
2: Right, well, yeah, I mean, it's Indiana. Yeah. Right. Well, you, so you substitute that out for a Michigan or a Penn State or whatever blue blood, and then they, nobody's questioning. No, no. This. We're going
4: if we play uh, Michigan yeah. like that, and they have that kind of offense and that kind of team, like that's a big that's a big and, win. And you so know? It's a,
2: yeah, exactly. So I think it's the that's perception good. of where they were. Yeah. But you got a team, and, and here's the thing that we'll probably talk about in the next segment. But you're down. You got them down twenty-eight to seven. We don't know how to finish people. Yeah. Mm. Right. Especially when you got a team that has talent now that is older, which is what they have, mm-hmm. that has been developed, and they believe. Yep. Right? They believe in a the number 19th in the country. They believe in their head football coach. They know exactly what they do defensively, and that's bring mm-hmm. pressure. And we also talked about how on our offensive line, we knew the pressure was going to come up the middle because we've allowed seven sacks this year, all of which have been up the middle, and that's exactly what they did. They brought three straight yep. up the gun on, on Justin Fields. And part of this day for him, since we're talking about him, it's a learning experience because you can't do everything. Sometimes it's just yep. about doing your job, right? So the one, the first one, it was cover three. He didn't hit the guy in the seam, right? Mm-hmm. He was too far over to the right. That's on him. The ownership of throw it away or take the sack or whatever, not cause a, tur- cause a turnover. That's on the other ones, right? So yeah. it's so now he knows that, but he mm-hmm. also knows, hey, I, I am big and strong and I can evade <laughs> the rush and get out get out of harm's way sometimes, yep. but I can't rely upon that all the time. right? I have to be able to dissect quickly and say I'm either going to run it or I'm going to throw it away. That's the next step, and it's good to have that. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's good to have it in week four because we forget. <laughs> everybody <laughs> else is already playing seven mm-hmm. or eight games. Yeah. We're still in only week four, and everybody likes to forget. Boston College took Clemson to the wire. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss took Alabama to the wire. Those were all early in the seasons. Dude. We're only in week four.
0: Notre Dame mm-hmm. played a real thriller against Louisville. Louisville, 14-3. Oh, 12-7. Yeah, yeah, to to seven, seven, there yeah. you go. I
2: mean, that, Those World are real four. things that everybody forgets against – you Know of top four teams, right? If mm-hmm. they went what they went through, that's where we are right now. So it's a great top 10 win. Time to go on and it's move a great learning experience
4: for him. He's a guy yeah. who thinks he can get out of anything. And you know, maybe coming out of this game, you got to start picking and choosing your times when all right, this one's gone. I'm just throwing it out of bounds, get it past the line of scrimmage, right. and completion. You know, instead of right. trying to be Superman, trying to, trying to keep that 11 for 11 going, right? Because that's been all the talk, yep. man. It's been crazy. It's that's a huge. hell of a run, I got mean, a for run. a quarterback. Yep.
3: And then the pressure just –
4: But, you know, then you start on. thinking, I got to – you know, I got to – first two passes, boom, right down the field, touchdown. All right. <laughs> so, he's in his head. He's like, man, this is going to be – all right, next one. Oh, what? Whoops. Safety. Whoops. What happened uh, there? Well, and, you know, and then it's like almost pressing more because they were getting the pressure. He was right. maybe a little confused, and he's right. just maybe not seeing things as clearly and trying to make those plays when, in fact, you just got to say, take the sack or throw it out of bounds. Just hold on to the ball. We can't let that happen.
3: Well, and since we're kind of sharing Buckeye Leafs this week, (laughs) I'm talking about Justin Fields. group. Sharing is caring. Group project. I love that you said that, Austin, because I – do so much admire him and the pressure that has been on him. The more perfect you get, the higher the expectations mm-hmm. are. Right. And it was bound to happen. We are human. And for him to still end up having a decent game and to learn from this, yeah. that's what is... Oh, a decent There's game. something... I mean, for opposite yeah. quarterbacks, that's yeah. a really good it game. Great. It was great. I mean, yeah, it you, was great. If you
4: take out Haskins and Justin Fields, 300 it. yards, three touchdowns, that's a hell he of a He didn't game. let
3: it crush him. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And I, I admire that so much and i that says so much about him as a person and gives him a chance to grow and just learn from these experiences too so Mm -hmm. he gets my buckeye leaf too and as quarterbacks
4: right (laughs) quarterback with the quarterback (laughs) with the most touchdown passes in the nfl and has the most interceptions you know i mean that's what that's what happens because you're not afraid to try and throw that ball in there sometimes it's going to get picked off but you're going to have that confidence in yourself to keep throwing the ball downfield and keep going and keep going now you can't have those ones where you're falling down shot putting it but Taking shots downfield is not a problem. As a quarterback, you forget about it. you got to go on the next play. There
1: you go. Next Low
0: play for program. him will be on Saturday against Illinois. We're going to talk a lot more about a Indiana Buc- once we let Nicole go, but a she Buc- is the the master predictor so far this season. <laughs> there we go, dun, 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 dun. So she has to give us the score, and she has to tell us all about uh, the gift cards, the anniversary cards, and everything that's going on at Roosters. Yeah, there's, we have a lot, a lot going on at Roosters. Rist- no, yeah. as yeah. a lot I love it. right now. A
3: lot going on. So uh, <laughs> my prediction, I say 56-21. Okay. Mm-hmm. I – I'm actually going to say 57-21. Whoa. 57. Whoa.
0: Yeah. She's saying it yeah. because it's I, I style it back, all right? It's not impossible. Yeah, it's because I specifically told her not to, that she said it was going to be 57. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. As so, I was asking,
3: way. like, I feel like this is good. Okay, yeah. Like like the water I, boy, like, oh, my God, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> so <at> the score. <laughs> so now, we look, watched that this 57. weekend, Fifty seven field goals are safety. Look for a safety. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it can
0: definitely happen. Mm-hmm. I just – but Nicole, I mean, she almost got that 15 a couple weeks ago and against That's Rutgers why and I changed it, because yeah. I'm feeling that All right. again. are yeah. yeah. go. go. go go your good. Nobody, go. Go. If, if anybody has learned anything, it's <laughs> don't listen to my. <laughs> yeah, do not listen <laughs> to Austin Ward. <laughs> this year, is, hey, Ward Sports. I'm normally very good, but this year, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, it's mm. pandemic 2020. I can't pandemic handle Pandemic 2020. <laughs> yeah. um, what else, uh, so what's going on at Roosters before you go? Nicole? So good
3: news for, you know, pandemic 2020 mm-hmm. is oh uh, we just launched the gift card promotion, the holiday gift card promotion here, which nice. is so nice, and you, for every $50 in gift card you buy, you get a $10 bonus buck, so it's like, okay. buy $50, get $10 free. I like it, okay. that's good. Yeah. And then we also have our anniversary cards, which I thought I brought one over here with me, but... um. You every time you dine with your receipt, you'll get one of our anniversary cards that are good in January and February for twenty percent off your entire meal. Wow. That's right. legit. Jeez, yeah, every time, yeah. like all of January, all of February awesome. February. As a thank you, like it's we call it it's our birthday, but we wanna <laughs> give you the gift because it's hey. just to kind of celebrate everyone that keeps us going. There so you go.
0: Well love so. it! Well, also, we got to get yeah.
4: you something for your guys' birthday. <laughs> <Wow>. well,
3: <laughs> you guys I mean, come here, you wear. We did. Deer, <laughs> we love our food. See, I was <laughs> like now, now I feel gone. bad. Look. We got to
4: think of something. Oh, okay.
3: I We're feel just, official. Yeah, but,
4: who, <laughs> who, who do I gotta know to get something <laughs> like this? That's the rumor. Right, That's what I'm talking about. I'm so excited
3: about. to yeah.
0: wear. <laughs> Just ask the guy behind you. Yeah, the guy, I Bill, guess. So he'll take care of you. All right, yeah. Nicole, we're going to let Nicole get out of here. We're going to take a quick break. is going to eat. He's he already R- eating. R- R- so. R- R- oh, right. right. i a whole man. other basket right Okay, here, good. Boy. Bring it down, down here. Pass, yeah, pass out that out pass out over. That and we're going to be back uh, on Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters.
3: Thanks so much, guys.
4: Thank you.
0: All right, welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. I actually got my hands on one of these Roosters yes. birthday cards. Ooh. looks so cute. Ooh, Man nice. It is. Uh, I, like I, it. I stole Nicole's, so I'm not gonna give it back. Oh, uh, we'll take it from you, Austin. That's mine. <laughs> uh, we're gonna arm wrestle. Schlegs might steal it because that'll get him 20 percent off on two dollars. Thank you, off. buddy. That Man, that'd
4: be really $2. cheap mac and cheese, buddy. Yeah. Um,
0: so we we got into that part of the show, and people are gonna be waiting and wondering why we haven't talked about the secondary.
1: Ooh,
0: Big <laughs> um, Six. Four hundred and ninety one passing yards. Mike, you did allude to this a little bit. I, I, I really think that the defensive line, the front seven, but I think they got pressure on over half of the snaps. I think pro football focus says fifty four percent. They were cooking. That's really what like, mm. just because he didn't get a number of sacks like Larry Johnson, you know this he's not gonna evaluate you solely on if you got a sack or not. So that's I think we put that aside. I think that the front seven is fine, the pass rush is fine. The secondary I don't really understand what is happening. And Ryan Day talked about it after the game and and Schlage, you can, talk, you can talk about this more, but you got to evaluate the personnel. For sure. Then you evaluate the scheme. Yep. And then you evaluate the way you're coaching the scheme. Yep. So only one of those is really specific to a conversation that has been popular about Marcus Hooker, Marcus Williamson, some errors that have happened there, even Sean Wade at times losing mm-hmm. a couple matchups. So I don't know. It's probably part of all three of those things. Yep. But you have to address it because you can't be worse than 491 passing yards.
2: No, it's bumpy because uh, Ohio State, right? So when you when you that that's why we always talk about you want to run the football and stop the run offensively. I think we all we all look better when we are able to run the football. And we've seen that, right? We've been able to run the football effectively when you rush for over 200 yards in a game. You're running the football. It doesn't yards. again. It doesn't look like we saw it in years past because Master Teague is not J.K. Dobbins, nor do we. I mean, we might want him to be, but that's just not him. And he's also six months off of a Achilles tendon, so, like, <laughs> well, so. pump the brakes, okay? But he was very effective. Justin Fields was effective when he decided to run. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Sermon was effective when he did run. 307 yards rushing the football sets up everything for our offense. Defensively, what do you want to do? You want to make somebody one-dimensional. Minus one yards rushing is one dimensional. Yeah, the only that. way they could, but and that's the thing though, the only way they can run the, the, that they can move the football is through the air. I thought earlier in the game, when we really did affect them, was when we brought pressure. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're up so much and it's twenty-eight <laughs> to seven, you start to play back, you start to play some man or you know a little bit of man in zone, and it's kind of like he he was able to just throw it up because that's what we also knew what he was going to do. You have big receivers, mm-hmm. right? Hey, Freifogel, we're just gonna throw the ball up, and he won that matchup. Yeah. Then there was then there were some missed tackles. Then there were some communication errors, and they all just kind of build upon each other, and then you have 490 something yards passing. So, I think it goes into yeah. <clears throat> having the one guy that can that we always felt on the defensive line that's gonna go get the sack. Mm-hmm. And it's also who on the defense, because of this, who on the defense is gonna step up And make the play. And the play that I talk about is the fourth and 10 when it was 35 to, what was it, 35 14 or 42 42, 28. 42
0: 28, I think was their last game. Because
2: that was was the play, right? Like right there, you stop them, you're going to go up 49 28, potentially, and it's game over. But it's really been the tale of two halves. I think Mm -hmm. we start out really hot, and then for some reason, we either don't bring the juice out in the second (laughs) half or we get confused and complacent. I don't know what it is, but I do know the coaches know. And so they're going to play the guys. That that's why they get paid. Now, you got to remember, these dudes give up their entire livelihood yeah. to coach ball. Like, yeah. they're putting the people out there that they feel are the best. And they're not, I'm telling you right now, they're not going to make a switch in the middle of the game to put somebody that they don't believe in mm-hmm. to be able to go set them, set them up for failure. I'm just telling you, it's not going to happen. It will happen during practice this week. And you will probably see some splitting time and switching because you're going to have to get guys ready if that's what they want to see, if that's what it came to as evaluating the process. Is it scheme? Is it effort from a pursuit or is it the player, right? And they're going to go through all those things to talk it out as a defense. The good thing is, again, it's week four.
0: And I think part of it, I'll just throw this in you there. Go, because, you guys keep going. getting a lot of yeah. this about, like, and I've said it myself, at, at what point, if that's as bad as it can be, do you not look at Ronnie Hickman at safety or Bryson Shaw or <coughs> Lathan Ransom or if you're looking at the slot corner, which Josh Proctor, when he's been there, I thought he's been very good. That's probably where he should stay. With that, If you move him, you create another problem. But – Legend Cavazos or Ryan Watts at corner, at what point Mm. do you need to get them out there? And I'm trying to, you know, tap the brakes myself. Normally you would find that out in September. You'd play non-conference games. They did find
5: it out, right? You say at what point. I'm sure they have thought about it. Like if you're struggling at the secondary, like Schlag's has said, those guys that are on that field are on that field for a reason. It's because those guys that we want to see more of are not getting it done in practice. And to to you guys' point, I don't think it's a scheme thing. From what I've seen, it didn't look like the guys were inherently out of position. It didn't look like it was mass confusion. It looked like it was a lack of discipline, like Schlage was saying later in the game. Right. And then our playmaker, our best DB, is consistently getting beat by the other team's best receivers. So – Sean Wade is our best DB. I don't yeah. think anyone would argue right. with that. You know, whether, whatever he's going to go in the draft or wherever he ranks amongst the nation's DBs, I'm sure that's all up for debate. He's Ohio State's best cover corner. If he can't win those matchups against these other teams' best receivers, then we're going to have a hard time. And and I think especially against Penn State and especially against Indiana, we're seeing those jump balls. He's not getting them. We're seeing those those uh, quick routes, those quick breaks. He's not getting them. He had a pick six, which you know makes us feel a little bit better because he's an, he's an athlete, he's talented, he's gonna make plays from time to time. But when your best guy is not able to shut down the opponent's best guy, then inherently you're just you're gonna lose those matchups. It's gonna be tough.
4: Yeah, when you have more reels with the guy catching the ball on you than you do of it's tough. you breaking up a pass or yeah. you being, you know, I mean, he broke up to one, you know, and I've I've been tough on him, you know, this year and with my buddies. And, you know, they, oh, Jay-Z, you got to like that one, huh? And I look at the replay I'm like, well, that was a bad ball by the quarterback <laughs> and the receiver lost his balance. That's the only reason he was able to jump up and knock the ball down. You know, and then the next play I think you got to catch on him. It's just – you come back and you expect to be, you know, we're just lucky. Ohio State fans are just lucky because we've well, done this year in and year out, and it's yeah, always dude. been. Don't worry about that guy out there. He's on an island. He can cover him. Yeah, that's where you know. Let's get these guys help. We're not that way this year, and so I mean, I don't know if you start doubling guys on the outside and and just say, well, we don't expect him to be a lockdown corner. We got to change our whole philosophy up, or you know, we got to change up. Who who were helping or that sort of thing, but uh.
1: I I feel like when you have a mixture of both ends of a spectrum, I I feel like the Divas line, even though we say they they did well, they shut them down far as the run. When it comes down to the pedigree that we've been used to, to have only one sack in that room, Larry Johnson is going to like talk about that whole week. You got yeah. there, you almost got there, but you didn't get there. You know, it? there's a there's a standard, and we understand that far as the BIA that they've been the the best in the. They, they, best in the air, whatever. Best in America. Best in America. Best in America, my bad, right? So when it comes down to it. The okay-est what, in America. What now. they've been able to do, even in the league right now, even when you turn on the thing of what Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins is doing, yeah. even when it comes down to Lattimore and things of that nature, Ward and things of that nature, like, they've been shut down. Wait, if, if it feels good. My mom always says, say something nice about somebody. Like you said, the interception was really good. It was really athletic. He broke super well. He looked like a gazelle. He mm-hmm. got there so fast, mm-hmm. and it was a, a big turning point in the game. It gave us a little bit more cushion. We can breathe a little bit. But when it comes down to it, you're not even always guarding the best man out there. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're not. Seven Banks got, 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 got railroaded. It was, it was kind of sad. He's, he's not known to being the best cornerback. This is the first time we've really seen him so much, and we've seen him getting mossed left and right. So when it comes down to it, like, who are you? You know what I mean? What are we trying to do? Who are, we, who are we going to become? Do we change a little bit of the back end? Do we put a little bit more zone? Do we put a little bit more blitz? Uh, the, the one time we got the, um, the other sack, it was through a blitz. So how do we do that? Indiana showed right up the middle, looked really, really good. Why couldn't we, being a silver bullets defense that we so returned to be, why couldn't we get that same action?
5: I was a little bit, well, ugh. Well, go ahead, Mike. I, was, I like what you're saying. I think this year is so different for our defense because usually – and it was, it was something I wanted to say when you were talking was um, usually the best DB at Ohio State on Ohio State's team is also probably the best DB in the country. Right. Well and said. the best defensive lineman, lineman on Ohio State's team mm-hmm. is the best defensive lineman in the country. That's been consistent now for four or five years. years. Right. Joey. For a while. Yeah. Right. Since Joey. Um, and so that's not, that's not the reality. And I think that requires – it's frustrating because that's what the defense wants to be. Those silver bullets, they want to be seen as that prestigious silver bullets crew – they need to change their reality to be a complete unit. You don't have that savior out there. You all need to be that savior. Now you got leaders. You got talent. That's not the problem. It's not like we're saying, okay, you know, this is a, a year of just untalented people. It's just mm-hmm. you don't have those those freaks on the on the squad anymore. Yep. So as a DB, as a DB room, you guys got to say, hey man, we can't do this whole. We can't have the safety come try to tackle a scrambling quarterback. <laughs> Stay your ass in your position right. and mm-hmm. play your rules. Be disciplined. Be you need to have that hustle and that discipline when you don't have those. Just all world playmakers. And I'm, so,
2: I'm going to say that you got to look at this from you know a 30,000 foot view, and I am not making any type go. of ex- uh, excuses whatsoever. But you got a new defensive coordinator coming in, co defense coordinator in Carey Combs, right? Yep. Jeff Halfley leaves. It was kind of him and Greg Madison working together as to what this is. Then you lose basically everybody in your entire secondary. You lose Chase Young, number number two overall pick <laughs> in the draft. <laughs> you got all your linebackers now. Matter of fact, Davon Hamilton, like gone. Like he's yeah. playing well for Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. So you got NFL talent out the building, right? I mean, first-round draft picks. We're seeing Arnett and, and Okuda yeah. playing. We're seeing Fuller in, in, in L.A. Like we're going to see him tonight on Monday Night Football. That being said, well said, so you got Kerry Combs, young guys coming in. You completely lost the opportunity not only for development but for what is the identity of this defense and that's the thing year to year it's always going to be different predicated upon the personnel in which you have to run it and if you don't necessarily have that quote-unquote number one dog that can go out there and just sack the quarterback on his own Mm -hmm. or take two to free up another guy Mm -hmm. right then it's going to come through a zone pressure fire zone defense right so especially when you're You know what it is. We believe that in third and long or fourth and long, right, those down in distances, right, at the end of the game, we're going to apply pressure because we know you have to get it out of your hand fast, and we're going to rally to the football make an open field tackle for less than 7 to 10 yards. And that's just what we're going to do. We ran a ton of fire zone pressure. Matter of fact, in 2005, we played a ton of nickel. But that was what the personnel allotted for. Nobody really realized that, but we wanted to have Bobby rush off the passer, and we had Dante Whitner who played safety (laughs) but was our star, right? right? So he was really kind of out of position, but we needed him there because it made our defense better of what he was able to do. Blitzing and also being able to play the run from the star position. So it's like, so, you know, really, could Sean Wade's position be the slot corner and there's somebody else that's better? They're going to all look at all these different things, but they didn't have the time well, to evaluate yeah. the personnel, to really think what is the scheme that needs to, be, that needs to surround them with, and we're doing on the fly. And that's why I'm not worried about it, mm-hmm. because you just want to go get the wins.
0: Got to get the wins. The other complication with that, Schlegs, is if, if we're now talking about well, – And they've been it, talking about this yeah, the entire but, time. But let's just take your, your scenario right there. if You're moving Sean Wade back inside. Well, you could do that if you had Cameron Brown still. And, again, this is not to make an excuse. It's just a stating of the It's just, we're just talking Cameron Brown out there. had played more football than anybody else in that secondary mm-hmm. other than Sean Wade. Right. right. And so we didn't really pay too much attention to it because in the first the game loss. and a half, yeah. you know, he wasn't playing a ton. He was the third guy in and seven banks and Sean Wade. You thought, okay, that's going to be fine. You know, they still have other guys that can play. But you're adding on top of that. So the Cameron Brown injury has, has proven to be a much bigger deal than maybe it seemed at the time. That's, that's, that's Jossin went in a mere reap. Uh, wrote their own ticket out of the program and made a huge mistake. And that the Ohio State is also paying for, for what they did yep. in February. Mm. That's three experienced players that are missing from the secondary on top of Jordan Fuller, Damon Arnett, and mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda. So that's six <coughs> experienced football players that are not in that secondary. Whoa.
1: Program. That's crazy.
0: It's I, – yeah. I guess – It is
2: what it is, though. We're not making excuses. It's yeah. just – everybody has to understand, like – there is no quick fix. It's not, we're just going to throw this guy in there, we're just going to go do that, and we're going to go do this. No, it's not. I mean, some of the things were alignment, assignment, alerts, and adjustments, just do your job, right? When you're playing man coverage, it's also on coaches knowing, hey, well, they're going to play man beaters. And if they're constantly seeing Baron Browning or Pete Warner covering a tight end or a running back, like the hardest thing for them to do is play man on the outside guy, run through the crap, right, and run over the middle. Well, guess what? i got to have my safety that's there. And if you're going to be my rat hole player, no know, know the dude you got to help, mm-hmm. right? Like if that was me, I'm like, look, bro. <laughs> Help me. All right. If he goes inside, I want you to come down and then I'll pack it back. Mm-hmm. right? And I'll, I'll cover for you. Like that's just how it works. But that comes through trials and, and, and live bullets all right. the time of which we didn't get that last week. I mean maybe even versus Maryland we would have got exposed a little bit to then work it out. Yep. But that's again, it's the beauty. It's not about that's not how so- we're starting. It's about how we're going to finish. And as a defense, if you look in the first half, I think it was like 57% completion percentage in the first half to like 68% in the second half. Eight touchdowns in the second half versus like three in the first Mm -hmm. half. Like it's absolutely crazy talk what they do in the first. So what's the disconnect between the first Mm -hmm. and the second? Is it adjustments from us or adjustments that they're doing and we're not able to adjust? Like you have to look at this entire thing. From a big picture and say, is it a personnel? Is it a scheme? What is it? I don't those know. Just but juice. Or and some dudes. I mean, coming some out dudes of a, need to step up.
4: You're coming back out into the second half, or you're blowing this team out already. You know, I mean, we went out sort 35 to seven beginning of the third quarter. Yep. You know, those usually turn into. Fifty five to ten. They you look know, so it's good just coming out too this year. It it seems I don't know if it's no fans in the stands, right. no it's
5: probably huge extra
4: juice. Huge. But well, I mean I'm it's like, lying. all right, man, we're smashing these cats. All right, right, we gotta come back out here. It's cold and rainy, this sucks. Right. Oh crap, we got a game. You know, like right. it happens just like right. that. I you know, that you I think back that's back. something that is lost on people them just having blowouts and coming back out in that second half. Now you do it enough weeks in a row, you gotta get that fixed and figure that out. But uh you know, another part we don't really – I mean, we have talked about a little bit, but I bet if you ask those cornerbacks, you know, well, what do you think? You know, last year our DBs – well, last year they had Chase Young coming off the edge. Right. You know, last year they had these guys in the league right now who are doing really well. Harrison. Creating yep. pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and like you talked about, Chase would get double teamed, like, opening it up for somebody else to go in and get the pressure. You know, maybe that same pressure isn't there, so it's going to be harder on a secondary, right? I mean, yeah, it's just I pray
5: to God they don't have that mentality. Well, <laughs> if you're at Ohio State as a DB, yeah, but I you know how you know how, well, you well, know how it say, goes. I would have said the same thing. You I know guess. how it goes when you're playing. They're like, man, yeah, you know, I had a Bradley Roby to yeah, know, shut yeah. people down, give me more time to get to the quarterback. Yeah, you know, yeah. I they mean, need to make their own identity, man. These guys, it, I mean, I think that's our thing. Is like, they they need their own identity. They need to have that. You need to take that ownership, take that pride at being at Ohio State. Maybe, you know, I felt like everybody here understands or went to Ohio State because of the history of Ohio State, because right. of the greatness of Ohio State, right. and wanted to add to that, wanted to build to that and have your name be part of that greatness. Mm-hmm. And yep. for these DBs, they're finding their identity. This whole D, this whole defense, <laughs> yeah. the D-line, like you said, they don't have a Chase Young or a Joey Bosa or whoever to, to go win the game for them. They need to find a way to add to the legacy of Ohio State. And I think – like you guys have said, this was week four. Yeah, So, That's the thing, you know, man. this is a week four with a new defense, mm-hmm. but these DBs, man, like at some point you need to look up and somebody in that DB room, I don't know who has the leader is, yep. right. has to say, listen, we don't – all right, let's be honest with each other. Which one of you is Jeff Okuda? Which one of you mm-hmm. is Fuller? Which one of you is uh, Malik Hooker? Mm-hmm. Right. None of you. So we need to be as perfect as we can be at the stuff we can yeah. control. Don't outside come Phil. Don't if you're a safety, play your route. Understand who you need to help. If you're a cornerback, play outside in or play inside whatever you're supposed to do, do your job. Let those trust in your your uh linemen to go Rush the quarterback because they definitely aren't going to go win in one and a half seconds. But those guys are cooking. Mm-hmm. They're getting yes. better week in and week out. And we're seeing them <laughs> as a unit. And I think that's because they're understanding their role and they have to work together and the, and, if they want production. And the coaches may have to say, we don't have the Jeff Akutas,
4: the, that, you know, this, that, yes. and the other. And say, all right, how do we. In turn, we thought maybe Sean Wade was going to be one of those guys, eh, you know, four games in, we're not right. feeling that. How do we mm-hmm. I think rally around those guys to put them in the best spots and I, change?
0: Yeah, I wonder, Doug and Schlegs, you can talk about this, but it, it felt like at least early in games because they've been so dominant, a lot of that is coming uh, through blitz packages and creativity because the linebacking unit has been Strong. probably the strongest Strong. of the team. Like, Baron Browning it can get to the – he was playing, I think, at the – most energetic level of his career he on Saturday. I thought he, yeah, played fantastic, he did though. everything but you know that you can use him to, to supplement the pass rush because mm-hmm. we've talked about in his career would he be better playing defensive end is that where he could help right. you know maybe that's if you're looking for other substitution packages that you want to install, maybe it, it does include Baron Browning, you know, on the edge. I don't know. That's just something uh, that's been talked go ahead, about Doug. before. Me, but me. Like,
1: you know, that's one of the solutions. Right, right. When it comes down to it, we have to be first, be super happy that we're 4-0, right? We get <laughs> yes. to talk about all this madness, <laughs> yes, no doubt. all of this wildness, yes. and really we got a victory. Like it, right? Right? Yeah. it doesn't, it, it feels kind of <laughs> weird, like, you know, where's my rushman? Where's my defensive line? Now, don't get me wrong, I had about six uh, career sacks. I wasn't the guy that you leaned on in that area, but at the end of the day, there's always been somebody that could step up, and we're going to find that. You know, I mm-hmm. remember when uh, Cameron Hayward, our, our freshman year, he was a freshman All-American, and the next year, he had a little bit of tough times. I remember at USC, we all had a tough time. And then him, you know I mean, even the guys from Purdue and thing talking mess, like, it gets in your head. These guys got to just go out there and play football. When you have Cooper, you know, he actually had a lot of great pressure, a lot of great energy in the beginning of that first, ha- that first half. He was on one. I was excited for him. But then, guess what? You die out. You get tired. There's no fans in the, sta- in the stadium. These guys are going through something that I can't really imagine, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that they're, like, kind of learning on the fly. Um, you know, Wade... Coming back, you know what I mean? Having to feel the shoes of all those great guys, it is tough knowing what that first-round draft pick kind of gets you. It is tough to know that, you know, these guys have gone on and, and did things in the NFL. But at the end of the day, young fella, just go out there and play. We got football back. You came back. Um, you know, you got a great uh, matchup in Illinois next this coming up week to get some confidence, to really get some things right. The coaching staff got all the fuel that they need to go ahead and talk about, hey, we can't have this type of mistake again. We can't have our eyes back in the backfield. We can't do somebody else's job. Do your 11th, and we can play some Buckeye football.
2: Yeah, I would say that the, the biggest thing that they have to do is they got to do their job, and they got go to go to practice, and they got to play with a chip on their shoulder. Right. It's not for anything to prove to, to us, right? We don't mean any, we, we don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just support them, yeah. right? But it's, it's the chip, and Mick always said this, if I have nothing to prove, I'll never improve. There well, you go. know what? You do have something to prove within your own room and within your own unit, yeah. right? And that is the defensive side of the ball that you're going to hold up your end of the bargain. And so you need to go out there and have the practice habits that are worthy and deserving of wearing the silver bullets because that's where it all starts. Listen, you got the very best in the wide receiver core in the country, that you get to go against on a weekly basis. How are you competing? Are you have competitive excellence versus those guys? Mm-hmm. And then when you get the scout team look, are you doing what you're supposed to do? Like, are you not trying to jump and make plays and leave your buddy out to dry? That all goes with the practice habits, of which we know when you have a lot of young guys, it's all about the practice habits. When you got mature dudes that walk out there and practice like a pro, and you just like, man, that Terry McLaurin, he gets it. Like, he's just a pro, and he's only a junior, right? Like, he sees the entire thing. That's what they got to do. But it starts in practice and making practice that much more difficult yeah. for them to go out there. I can't wait to watch it for Illinois. I mean, I honestly, I just like watching because football is a great game to where you can see somebody be down and people ridicule them, and every week they get an opportunity to go back to work and come out and have a great day, and then guess what? People are going to praise you, and you just shut the door because you're not doing it for Ohio State fans. You're not doing it for your – you're doing it for your teammates because you're the guys – you're the ones that you're spilling it for yep, right. in the first place. They're the only ones that they care about, right? So I expect them to play significantly, but I expect the coaches to go to work and, and put them in the right position to succeed this
0: just week. Just go right let's into go. the prediction then. Let's go.
2: <clears throat> I – uh, let's see. What I it?
4: 52. It's over there. 59.
2: It's always windy. 59 17.
4: 59 17. So it's oh. always windy over there. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't so know what the we weather is like. The, is it in Champagne?
4: Yeah, it's it in, in, in Champagne. Yes. I'm very
0: excited. They that sell paint there. there this week. Uh, very excited. it raining? raining? It's, it's not rain. supposed to rain. I think it's supposed to be 43 and sunny. Oh, wow. Ooh, you know the wind will blow. The wind's going to blow. I don't have to say it. I say
2: 59.
5: You said 59. There he goes. Break the sixes, Schlage. I mean, we
2: can't make a field goal.
5: You don't need them.
1: 56. 56. Wow. Okay. Doug. 17. Okay, okay. I'll um, mm. make the field goal. Chip I'm, shot. Chip shot. There you go. I'm going to go um, Buckeyes, the good guys, uh, 47. I think we'll get to 47. And then I think we'll, we'll hold them to 10. Okay. I think we'll almost have a shutout. I think some guys will make something and then they'll have something at the end pretty pretty insignificant. <clears throat> but, yeah, 47-10. 47-10. I
2: like that. I like that better than mine. 51-17. Well, well I got to. Looking to the point. Sixty three to
5: three. Illinois is poo poo. Poo poo. There you <laughs> go. But I think the I think I think Ohio State has been tested in different ways over these last four games. The I think there's thing, a new test this week though. Who the hell wants to play in, in that fresh, Illinois? The, the freshman quarterback no who had about two hundred really yards
4: rushing a couple weeks ago. We've experienced that against Nebraska. I think nah, we have solved that's those not problems. The same. We'll we're going to blow it. We're we'll going to blow
5: Illinois out. I mean, you got everybody <laughs> down Ohio State. I love it. I'm an eternal optimist with Ohio State. I know State. Me too. There you go. Eternal optimist. But like, I mean, I said 51 to 17. I didn't think we were I mean, going to get beat by them. You mentioned it briefly earlier. Like, I think one of the biggest factors in this is Ohio State guys came to play to for a hundred thousand fans. You're right about and that. And a lot of these smaller teams. You no, know, they just like playing football. <laughs> so they're, they're used to just having an empty stadium because yeah. nobody comes to them. So yeah. how, much, how, much, how many points of a swing is that when mm-hmm. you can't embarrass somebody in front of their fans or you can't you know, hype yourself up in front of your fans? But I still think we're going to beat the brakes off of Illinois. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm
0: glad so. that Mike did that So because this week I don't want to have the most outrageous prediction. Yeah. <laughs> You're to leave that to Mike <laughs> this week? It was still going to be a big spread, so, yeah. but like, I'm, trying to,
5: I'm trying to be better. It's okay, like a twenty-eight. Not, is is, a 28 is a 28 Illinois all of a sudden good? No, then they get not, whooped no. by Wisconsin. They're and Wisconsin, Wisconsin lost to Northwestern. They,
4: they whooped up what are we on Nebraska. About.
5: How they beat Nebraska? Illinois out. did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bad. Just bad.
4: By like to twenty-one. Yeah. You were yeah. playing
0: too nice of a golf course to realize oh, what, what that happened last last over week? the weekend. But hey, sixty-three through. to three. Oh, where were you playing? Sixty-three. I stand. Oh snap. Okay. Yeah. So. Jeez. While I was while I was covering. Yeah. Gosh. 52 they are going to make a field goal cuz they got to try it if hobiel is hurt yeah got to see what we go. got right let's cyber keep, at least try one that trying. was i think the most that's the first time that Ryan Day's made like an in-game decision that i was really like whoa what yeah, what happened you gotta there?" got to kick that right uh, got to kick that one i think that it'll, you got to try um cuz you're going to play a close game at some yeah, point. You're going to need that for, for sure. sure. You're going to need is that he feeling for, that out for the kicker. the year, like No, it's, it's, like it's just a groin? He has a groin right. problem. We don't know, you know uh, Hydrate kickers. Get, get better. Hydrate, hydrate. bend your knees yep. and stretch bottom um, C. But a yeah.
5: 52 to 6 will be my prediction. I'm going go, I'm going go 63 to 10. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know put a or, 45 oh. on Hold on now. Hold on now. What is this? I like that. This is good. You know how sometimes. Your point made you made a good point. Yeah. Oh man. All right. What did I say? Everybody's like 3 to 28. So has got a
0: weather update and then Change. Go. Mike got some new information. When so you, you, went, you went 56
4: legs because you said we're not going to kick the field goal. Hey, This is right. what I went down Ohio to 50 State, 50 not 59. In yeah. 59. What's a? It's a
0: 59. Fun- 59 fun casual, fun 10, casual oh I, well, you don't you only get 10 let
2: me you check you only get in. one mullet 13. Yeah, can remember <laughs> They all changed it i'm sticking by 417 we don't get 9 we don't get 2 59, 17. 17. 59, 17.
4: 51, 17. you took my 17 I got it. That's, that's what you did you like that 17 it's a strong bit. it's a strong yeah, 17 is a good number 17 and 10 i don't know 6
5: though 6 is
2: james was like talking trash about my pick on there he's like this is a top 10 matchup i'm what did i say 52 to 21 last week or 52 to 20 and it would have been I they mean, were like,
5: on the way. It was 35 yeah. If only everything would have gone differently.
2: No. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if only, if we, if if only we we the just second scored, half would not have scored, happened. Yeah, it would have been perfect. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what? But here's the thing, though. Vegas we make, these, that. We make yeah. these We We make make these. these predictions because we're, again, eternal optimists. Yeah. And we believe that Ohio State can be to where we're actually predicting that they mm-hmm. can because we see the talent. We see what they're capable of. So that's why we do it because yeah. I don't know. I mean, you just never know who's going to show up that day. Go, The yeah, second <laughs> half. It's, it's the second half. You know what, though? It's all about the
0: second be. half. All right, yeah. here's what I'm going to do. From right, right, now on, we're gonna, just going to bring in the first half spread.
4: We're just going
5: yeah, to bring in the first half spread. I it. like Because like yeah. yeah. that
0: is a guaranteed Buckeyes cover every single time. 35 week. to yeah. 3. Yeah. Second yeah. half. we am going out We'll just start ignoring them and not talk. Well, they give us a lot to talk about for a fun, casual conversation. Fun. <laughs> Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters every week. Appreciate Anthony Schlegel, Doug Worthington, Justin Zwick, Michael Bennett, Nicole Cox. Again, for all their insight and their entertainment. Uh, Great time, great stuff from these guys. I'm just Austin Ward. We'll see you next week after Ohio State at Illinois. Bye. Peace.